welcome to the Everybody Podcast. Here, we'll dive into all things health and mindset to help you learn to push past your limits into a life you can be obsessed with. My name is Cassie, and I'm a personal trainer and health coach focused on guiding you toward being your healthiest, happiest self. So buckle up and let's dive in. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. I am starting today's episode with a quick shout out. My shout out goes to Beachbody's Energize. It is a pre-workout drink with the perfect blend of plant-based caffeine, the protein beta alanine and quercetin. These three things combined are scientifically proven to improve your workout performance by about 5%. And that really helps me a lot on days where it's hard for me to get things going. I use Beachbody Energize every single morning before I work out, and it really helps me push through and avoids any kind of weird like crash that you get later with other caffeinated products. There is a link in the show notes today if you want to check it out. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming, which today is the science behind stretching. This topic was what I was going to release Last week, um, when I found out my dad passed away and a lot of stuff was going on, and so I did not get that episode released, even though I had planned on doing a double release last week, but such is life, right? So this week, we are going to keep it short and sweet, but I want to talk about stretching, mainly because I am running a steps and stretch challenge this very week. It starts today, which is Monday, October 11th, when this episode is released. It is being run in my free Facebook community. It is open to anyone and everyone that wants to join us. Our goal is 10,000 steps a day, plus about five minutes of stretching. I will be posting videos for you to follow for stretching every day. So simple, easy to follow along. Anyone can do it. You are not going to need any equipment. You are just going to need some space to walk, even if that's around your house and a little bit of space to stretch. So in the show notes as well is the link to my Facebook community. Please jump in there. I run a free challenge every single month, usually three to five days long. Um, And it's a really fun way to just connect with me and other members of the community and focus on your health in a fun way. At least I think it's a fun way. (laughs) But let's talk a little bit about stretching today. Um, You know, everybody knows or hears that stretching is good for you and it's necessary, but it's probably the one thing that people skip more often than not above anything else. Because I think just to be honest, a lot of people feel like it's not worth my time. Like if I only have 45 minutes to work out, I'm going to go hard for that 45 minutes. I don't need to stretch. And the truth is that stretching is really, really important for a few things. Um, definitely your joint mobility. And we will talk about mobility versus flexibility. But joint mobility and having your joints be able to move is a big part of pain prevention or improving your pain and gaining strength. So we're going to talk about that a little bit right now. So flexibility is something passive. So if I say, are you flexible? Or let's say like, is your do you have flexible hamstrings? That means can you pull your leg up and stretch the back of your leg? How far can you pull your leg up like with your hands, right? So if I picture me laying down, putting my hands around the back of my leg and pulling it up, and then holding my leg there that's flexibility. It's passive. It's taking your muscle 
into a position where it's being pulled or stretched, but you're doing it passively, meaning I'm not using my leg to do it. I'm using my arms to do it. Now, if I say mobility, uh, is your hamstring mobile? That means does your hamstring lengthen as far as it should during activities, right? So something like a squat, which is something we all do every day. Think about sitting down and standing up. That is a squat. If my hamstrings aren't mobile, they will not move while I am trying to squat. And then that causes problems in other areas. So an interesting thing, and and you know this if you've ever worked out with me before or taken any of my flexibility or stretching classes or have been one of my patients in physical therapy, your calves, okay, the length of your calves or the mobility really of your ankles. So your calf muscles cross your ankle. There are two muscles that make up the calf. Um, but they will limit your ankle mobility. So I can stretch my calves, but if my ankles aren't functionally mobile, I'm not going to be able to walk correctly, sit to stand, squat, go up and down stairs. It affects all of that. And I will tell you from working in the clinic, the number one thing I found to lack mobility when people have back pain is their ankles. Because what happens is if my ankles aren't mobile enough, to take the stress of all the movement that I do during the day, it really transfers that stress up the chain and really actually ends up at the low back. So your ankle mobility is super, super important for taking care of your back. And so this is stuff that, you know, we all know, you know, the shoulder bones connected to the elbow bone or whatever, you know, that little song is, and we all know that everything's connected. But It really, truly is. And I bet a lot of you have never thought about the fact that if you don't stretch your calves or work on your ankle mobility, you could be affecting your low back. Um, So flexibility is to be able to just take a muscle in your body into a point of stretch passively and hold it, right? And mobility is actually moving a joint through a functional movement and needing your muscles and tendons to move with it. So a tendon is what connects muscle to bone. So your muscles turn into a tendon and then attach to a bone. And the mobility a lot of times of a muscle can come from that musculotendinous junction, which is where the muscle starts turning into the tendon. And so flexibility exercises and mobility exercises generally tend to look a little bit different. Although in all reality, working on one is better than none for sure. Um, But this is also why, you know, you do a warm up at the gym or before you exercise, right? So, and this is a really good example that I've used with my son. You know, he's 14. He loves to go to the gym. He loves to lift weights. And like most 14 year olds, he just wants to go and put those plates on that bar and just start squatting. And I've actually run him through a few mobility exercises to do before he starts squatting and even suggest just squat with the bar first. Or, you know, if you're going to do a bench press or something, you'll see this. People, even these, you know, huge dudes that you know could be benching 250 pounds, take that empty bar and they just go up and down a few times through that you know, through that motion to warm up. And that really is mobility. So your mobility could look exactly like the exercises you're going to do, just slower, lighter, you know, um, 
in a way where you're getting through that motion without putting a ton of strain on the joints initially. Um, so mobility versus flexibility. Now, let's talk about something called the Golgi tendon reflex. Um, and then we'll kind of continue why, uh, down a little more about how pain prevention or pain improvement can come from some of this. But all right, so Golgi tendon reflex is a reflex that is a protective mechanism of your body and, and really your nervous system. <clears throat> so what this is, is um, when a joint starts to get stretched or pulled on or moved in a way that's slightly uncomfortable, this reflex immediately pulls back. And this is like a good thing. If you think about um, say you slip on something and, you know, your body moves real fast and it jerks back, that's that Golgi tendon reflex. So it's like, oh my gosh, my knee is moving funky, pull it back really quick so it doesn't get injured. So that's a good thing. But what happens is this Golgi tendon reflex actually gets activated when you stretch because your brain and your nervous system doesn't know the difference between an intentional stretching motion or a stretching motion that's happening on accident and you need to prevent yourself from getting injured. So this is where holding your stretches becomes more important when you're working for flexibility. <clears throat> so when I first go to start stretching, again, let's just go with a hamstring stretch. I feel like that's a pretty common one. Lay in your back, pull your straight leg up into the air as far as you can, um, and let it stretch. Initially, when you do that pull on whatever muscle it is, your Golgi tendon reflex kicks in and says, wait, don't do that. You're going to hurt yourself, which is then where this longer hold comes in. Because as you hold, that Golgi tendon reflex eventually says, oh, wait, we're still holding here and we're safe. Okay, I'm going to let it go. And so um, that's where, you know, the counting to 30 seconds or 60 seconds or whatever, you know, is recommended for each muscle group becomes important. Because if you don't get past that Golgi tendon reflex, you're actually never going to gain mobility because that reaction is to initially pull it back right away. So it's like, oh, you're stretching? No, don't stretch. So if you're one of those people that just goes, oh, one, two, three, okay, other side, one, two, three, you're never getting past that Golgi tendon reflex, meaning you're never actually going to gain flexibility that will eventually transfer into mobility. So that is really important. Um, definitely for the calf muscles, and I only speak to this specifically because I know this one specifically, is when you're stretching those calves and ankles, 60 seconds. It has to be 60 seconds to get past that Golgi tendon reflex. Um, that Achilles tendon is a big, thick, tight tendon down there, and it takes longer. So if you really want to gain length in your calf muscles, um, 60 seconds for sure, like set a timer because everyone says they're doing it for 60 seconds and then it's like 15, you know, but okay. So Golgi tendon reflex, holding your stretches is important so that you get past that reflex and can actually gain some flexibility and mobility in your joints. Now let's talk about how uh, restriction in your muscles can lead to pain. So there's a few different things that can happen here. Um, but let's talk about sciatica because that's something that people, I feel like, often suffer from. Now sciatica can come from quite a few different places. It can come from, um, you know, your back. It can come from your hips. But a lot of times it comes from... Um, 
tight muscles. You know, it can, your nerves are involved, right? So when you have sciatica, you usually can feel that like shooting pain down the leg or whatever. And that's where the nerves come, come into play. But you have to figure out where um, those nerves are getting irritated. And sometimes it's at the back. And sometimes it's actually through the muscles in your butt. Um, And this is really interesting. So your muscles are innervated, meaning that going through them, our nerves, our, you know, blood vessels, our, um, all different kinds of things actually go through and in and around your muscles. And when your muscles start to get tight, they also tighten up on the nerves that run through them. And so I always explain to people that your nerves need to be able to stretch and they need to be able to glide. So think it's easy for us to picture a stretch, right? Like a muscle stretch. Our nerves need to be able to stretch too, but they also need to be able to glide. And I like to use the top um, or the idea of like a straw in a soda cup. So think of like a fast food soda cup, right? That you would get and you put the straw in. Um, if the straw gets stuck and you can't pull it up and down through the hole, then you can't get the soda out, right? So gliding is like pulling that straw up and down through the hole so that the soda or the drink can get out of the straw. So gliding your nerves, it's tough for those nerves to glide and or stretch if those muscles around them are bound up so tightly. So stretching is like the very first thing that you will start doing in physical therapy when you start to get sciatica, hamstrings, your butt muscles, um, your piriformis muscles, your hip flexors, all those muscles that surround the hip, very often you just need to stretch those more and loosen up the muscles that the nerves are running through. Because if the muscles are tight, the nerves get pinched off and the soda can't get through, right? Like the soda cup. I can't glide because I'm pinched and nothing can get through. Um, and that can happen in many areas, uh, you know, up in the shoulders and the neck, tingly fingers. Now, of course, sometimes this stuff comes from actually the discs in your spine. And so it's absolutely important for you if you're experiencing those symptoms to be seen by a doctor and get appropriate treatment. But you can prevent a lot of these things from happening just by doing some daily stretching. You know, five minutes, 10 minutes uh, can really go a long way for you. Next, I want to talk about um, strength and how if you don't have length in your muscles, you can't build strength in your muscles. And that's hard for people to picture sometimes because they think a tight muscle is a strong muscle, right? That's what we all like to picture like, oh, my muscles are tight and strong. Wrong. A tight muscle is a weak muscle. And let me explain this to you. There's really two different things that come into play here. You always have opposing muscles. So if there's a muscle on one side of your body, there's a muscle on the other side of the body. And if one of them is tight, it will prevent the other side from operating the right way. So we'll do this really simply to picture, although this isn't one that often happens, but I think it's easy to picture. Your biceps are on the one side of your arm right? And your triceps are on the other side of the arm. So imagine if my biceps were so tight that I couldn't straighten my arm all the way. And actually, this can happen. I mean, this happens in people that maybe have had strokes or something like that. But if my biceps are so tight, I can't straighten my arm, right? Because they're too tight, which means that 
my triceps on the other side of my arm won't be able to activate. So my triceps actually activate and pull my arm straight. But if my biceps are so tight, they're fighting it, my triceps can't work. So first of all, if you have opposing muscles where one is super, super tight, it's going to affect the strength on the other side and actually might make it too long on the other side. So then you've got this poor length tension relationship. I'm really tight on one side. I'm really loose on the other. This happens a ton with posture where the front of your chest is tight and then the muscles around your shoulder blade and upper back area are loose and it leads to people kind of leaned over or hunched over, right? Now that's not the only reason that someone might look that way, but definitely like if you've heard of like cell phone syndrome, right? So people that sit on their phones all day, they're lengthened across their back and tight in the front. So that length tension is really important, stretching out the tight side, strengthening the weak side, but you can also have a tight, weak muscle as well. And so let's talk about this a little bit. Okay, so this is the way I like to explain it. If you go to squeeze a ball in your hand, so picture like a tennis ball in your hand, squeeze it as tight as you possibly can, right? Okay, so let's say this is your tight muscle. It's squeezing tight because it's really tight and it needs to be stretched out. But I'm trying to strengthen this muscle too. So squeeze harder, squeeze harder, squeeze harder. You can't, right? Like if you're if you're as tight as you possibly can be, you can't squeeze anymore, right? So you can't activate those muscles anymore. So imagine a muscle that is really tight and you're trying to build strength in that muscle. You're not going to be able to because it's already so tight, it can't tighten up anymore to work on building strength, right? So when we do like a weightlifting type activity, when we go to whatever, lift the weight, it tightens up our muscle. But if our muscle is already so tight that it's uncomfortable, it can't possibly tighten anymore. And so if you're someone that's been working on building strength for a while and you've hit a plateau and you've tried things like changing up your routine, lifting heavier, lifting lighter, there's a good chance that your muscles are just too tight and preventing you from gaining strength. So the length of your muscles is really important for so many different reasons. Pain prevention, um, just getting through a range of motion, right? Like if I can't squat properly, that is going to affect all my other joints. It's going to make my knees hurt. It's going to make my low back hurt. Um, it's going to make me unable to do certain things, like even get up and up and down off the floor it takes a lot of mobility of your joints. So stretching plays a really big role in your pain prevention, in your ability to go through functional movements, um, and your ability to actually build strength. You can't possibly build strength in a muscle that's already too tight. So stretching your muscles are, or is, I should say, a really, really important part of your routine. And it should be, you should have a proper warm-up and a proper cool-down with stretching involved in every single workout that you do, whether it's weightlifting or something aerobic, 
dancing, swimming, you know, any of that. Um, and that's what I hope to really convey to you guys uh, in this challenge in my Facebook community. So really, this discussion is going to continue in my Facebook community all week. I'm going to be doing some lives. I'm going to be putting out recordings of me doing some stretches and having you do them. Um, we're going to do a little squat assessment actually on Wednesday and then talk about what muscles you need to stretch if you're having trouble squatting. So we're going to go deeper into this for the rest of the week. But I hope this helped kind of just graze the surface a little bit. Hopefully it helped you think like, man, maybe I should be doing some stretching. Um, and you have a ton of resources for that, right? There's a ton of free resources for anyone that wants to do anything anymore because we have the internet. Um, you've got YouTube, you've got all these things you can go on and look up. Um, I do have a YouTube channel that I'm actually starting to use this week for this very specific um <laughs> thing that I'm doing in my Facebook community. So I'll actually be linking my YouTube videos of me stretching into the Facebook community. Although I can definitely tell you my YouTube channel is like lacking if you're looking for something spectacular, but we all have something we can work on, right? <laughs> um, and then if you want to go above and beyond that, I always do private training. Um, I've always got uh, my private virtual community where I can hook you up with a platform that has like hundreds of stretching videos on it. Um, but chances are, if you start having pain somewhere, the first thing you should look at is the mobility and flexibility of that joint and where it's at. Um, but definitely, if you're having an issue, seek out a physical therapist, seek out, you know, an orthopedic doctor, make sure you're under the right care that you need. Um but I really hope this helped just kind of cue you in a little bit. Uh, again, just graze the surface about stretching today. But I hope it makes you want to explore this a little bit more. Reach out to me on Instagram, uh, DM me, email me, find me on Facebook. Everything's going to be linked in the show notes. So there's no excuse to not ask me any questions or not get a hold of me. I promise I will answer every single DM I get. So um, if you like today's show, please share it with someone. All you have to do is hit that little arrow, um, click share, copy the link, share it to Facebook, share it to Instagram, send it in a text to your friend. Um, the only way that my show grows is by you sharing sharing it, um, rating it, putting down a review. Every time you rate the show or put a little review, it tells iTunes or Spotify that like, hey, someone likes this and maybe someone else will like it too. And it'll help me grow and recommend the show to others. So I really appreciate you guys sticking in with me these last couple of weeks. Sorry about the change in schedule um, and the unfulfilled promise of getting this one out last week. But I also hope you understand my circumstances and you forgive me. And I'm looking forward to being back next week. Can't wait to see you in my Facebook community. Let's get our steps and stretch on this week and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me that you are here. It would be amazing for you to share this episode on social media and tag me in it. Can't wait to be back next time. Talk soon.